Hello, I'm back. So this time we are going to read about the revised penal code by the book of Reyes, which is book one. Let's start. The revised penal code, Act number 3815, is amended. An act revising the penal code and other penal laws, be it enacted by the Senate and House of Representatives of the Philippines in legislature assembled and by the authority of the same. Preliminary article, this law shall be known as the revised penal code. Book 1, general provisions regarding the date of enforcement and the application of the provisions of this code and regarding the offenses, the persons liable and the penalties. Preliminary title, date of effectiveness and application of the provisions of this code. History of the revised penal code. This code is called Revised Penal Code because the committee which was created by Administrative Order Number no. 94 of the Department of Justice dated October 18, 1927, composed of Ana Diaz as Chairman and Quintin Paredes Guillermo Guevara, Alex Reyes, and Mariano H. De Hoya as members was instructed to revise the old penal code taking into consideration the existing conditions, the special penal laws, and the rulings laid down by the Supreme Court, the committee did not undertake the codification of all penal laws in the Philippines. What the committee did was merely to revise the old penal code and to include in the draft the other penal laws related to it. The revised penal code does not embody the latest pro progress of criminal science, as the results of the application of advanced and radical theories still remain to be seen. The old penal code, which was revised by the committee, took effect in the Philippines on July 14, 1887 and was in force up to December 31, 1931. In the case of U.S. v. Tamparong, Philippines 321-323 and the Supreme Court traced the history of the old penal code as follows. The Royal Order, dated December 17, 1886, directed the execution of the royal decree of september 4 1884 wherein it was ordered that the penal code enforced in the peninsula as amended in accordance with the recommendations of the code committee be published and applied in the philippine islands this law having been published in the official gazette of manila on march 13 and 14 1887 became effective four months thereafter the revised penal code as enacted by the Philippine legislature was approved on December 8, 1930. It took effect on January 1, 1932. Felonies and misdemeanors committed prior to January 1, 1932 were punished in accordance with the code or acts in force at the time of their commission as directed by Article 366 of the revised penal code. The revised penal code consists of two books. The revised penal code consists of two books namely book one and book two book one consists of two parts basic principles affecting criminal liability that is from articles 1 to 20 and b the provisions on penalties including criminal and civil liability which is from article 21 to article 113 in book are defined felonies with the corresponding penalties classified and grouped under 14 different titles that is from article 114 to article 365 date of effectiveness let's talk about article 1 time when act takes effect 
this code shall take effect on the first day of January 1932 or 1932. The revised penal code is based mainly on principles of the classical school. This revised penal code continues like the old penal code to be based on the principles of the old or classical school, although some provisions of eminently positivistic tendencies, those having reference to the punishment of impossible crimes, juvenile delinquency, etc., were incorporated in the present code. Two theories in criminal law. There are two important theories in criminal law. Number one, the classical theory, and number two, the positivist theory. Characteristics of the classical theory. Number one, the basis of criminal liability is human free will, and the purpose of the penalty is retribution. Number two, that man is essentially a moral creature with an absolutely free will to choose between good and evil, thereby placing more stress upon the effect or result of the felonious act that upon the man, the criminal himself. Number three, it has endeavored to establish a mechanical and direct proportion between crime and penalty. Number four, there is a scant regard to the human element. Characteristics of the positivist theory. Number one, that man is subdued occasionally by a strange and morbid phenomenon which constrains him to do wrong in spite of or contrary to his volition. Number two, that crime is essentially a social and natural phenomenon, and as such, it cannot be treated and checked by the application of abstract principles of law and jurisprudence nor by the imposition of a punishment, fixed and determined a priori, but rather through the enforcement of individual measures in each particular case after a thorough personal and individual investigation conducted by a competent body of psychiatrists and social scientists.